0: Going on, ladies and gentlemen around the United States and for on all intents and purposes around the world. Welcome to the All-Pro is episode 41, our Thanksgiving episode. The next time we will see you guys on Friday will be after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope you and yours are safe this holiday season. I know a lot of people tend to have a lot of people over. Just be safe about it, you know shit spiking right now don't get too crazy me and my wife are chilling with a rotisserie chicken mashed potatoes <laughs> and a big old thing of like cinnabon pull apart bread well that's gonna be my thanksgiving that's gonna be perfect perfect so stay safe welcome to the show my your host jp alongside me as always best dj in the whole west coast Mr. DJ Maskis.
1: What the dub? Fucking cowboy. Start this shit like Jim.
0: <laughs> and the six hand beast from the southeast, Mr. Country K. <laughs> 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 he's,
1: he's
0: tapping his foot. He's upset. Shout out to Jim Jones. I'm
2: starting my shit like Jim Jones. Shout out to the Weapon Man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Weapon Man. I'm starting mine like his. Because that's how I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm perturbed right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pissed off. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because I got to address that. I got to address that on the wall. So, like,
0: first things first. Hold, first hold things hold first. On, on. Wait, I got to tell, I got to tell what it is. Now. Go ahead, read it to him. Please, please. I have decided, I just thought in my head, I had an extra whiteboard that was chilling around. So, I decided we'd have like a message of the day in the background. So, like, every episode that comes up, We'll have a message of the day, depending on what happens during the week. You know, see how it goes. Depending on how good the message is, could be the title of the episode. We don't know. So we'll see. But this message of the day, I found pretty hilarious. Because it says, Country K is hurt. Bucks are trash juice in prime time. Yep. So that message... (laughs) Basically the Bucks got their asses whipped on Monday night football with a final score of – Actually, you know what? Score doesn't really Hey, you know what though? The, the score was close. The score was close, but visually it wasn't the Bucks, man. It wasn't the Bucks.
1: I think we just had an episode like two weeks ago. huh? What we just discussing the same thing on the top of the show?
0: What y'all's record? Your of team has
2: three wins. Year. Your team has three wins. Like, yes, as many points as we just we, lost we last week. We day, had we right?
1: a playoff wins. hunt. Three wins total. <laughs> three wins That's total hard. divided among two teams, Madster. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, That's all right. Look. We won, though, so we ain't even finna talk about the Cowboys. No, talking no, about the no, no fuck that. Fuck Nah, that. <laughs> You just tried to do it. You just tried to do it right
2: now. I was going Josh. I was going Josh, but you went there. You with there, sir. You jumped off that cliff by yourself. So, look, your team sat there and watched Andy Dalton get smacked like that. Y'all did nothing. I just want to just go. Let's, y'all are not a football team. And just like I told you on Facebook, you lost to a team. I mean, you got three wins. And none of the wins are against the team named the football team. So, I mean, I think I'm good with you. But what I will say with you, sir, <laughs> on my screen to my right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Get a good 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 goal. Get a good goal. Clear. Clear all passageways. Make sure you're good. You're refreshed. You fine now? Yep. All right, cool. So but that 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 hoop nanny you got on your wall back there. I will say this. Y'all played in the ultimate game last February. And oh this February, 2020. Y'all played in this February, 2020. And you choked. Okay. I will say. All right. That's the ultimate primetime game. You're supposed right. to make your shit happen right there, and you were up 10 points. So talking about my team this season, regardless but if y'all got injuries no, yeah. or not or what the case may be,
0: gotta, but you, you got call.
2: one more win to Mastic. No, so I'm be, gotta, <laughs> I feel like track should be in order because we've had 10, ga- 11 games, 10, 11 games, depending <laughs> if you had your bye week yet, and you should be at least, you should at least have five. Prime. Time we Minimum, we get minimum
0: should be <laughs> Primetime games this year, you guys are 0-3, 0-4. 0-0-4. 0-4.
2: Now,
0: yeah. granted, we lost the ultimate prime time. 0 no, 3 0-3, 0-3, 0-3. We we lost four games. Yeah, we lost four games. My response to that is always Where each. were
2: you? Me? Where? Where, where? where were the Bucks last year? last oh so we won the last year that means we gotta change quarterbacks you had the same quarterback you got the same quarterback from last year but you're talking about the same dual but what backup backup is the same
0: we were there you guys have the opportunity to show up and in every prime time situation you don't show up you lose you are going for that record proves that if we're just talking about straight this year we know where my team's at we talk about that every week we know we're talking about the Bucks, who are supposedly the best team in the NFC on paper, mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through everything that we've gone through. Yet, record-wise, all four of your losses have been on primetime games. If I'm not...
2: No, it was three. Yeah. I was wrong. It was three. Three of our losses in primetime. Yeah, we won three. It was,
0: game, which
2: was the prime time game? Uh, no, nah, that was a that was a, a day game. It wasn't prime time. It was game of the week. It was in the day when we lost to the Saints. Th-
0: it was a Thursday night game. It was the first game.
2: No, we played the Saints on Sunday. It was like one o'clock.
0: Oh, they moved to the one o'clock game. Are you sure? Yeah, our
2: game was. I'm very sure. We lost to the Saints during the day because my whole it was day the was fucked.
0: Game. My <laughs>
2: my whole day was fucked after that. I thought
0: it was the, the whole thing. Game.
2: We lost. We lost in Chicago at night. We lost to fucking uh. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Chicago game was at night. night. That was the Thursday night game. Was that Chicago was on Thursday? Was
0: that Nick Foles?
2: No, it was. It was uh Khalil Mack and whoever the fuck else kept jumping on top of fucking Brady. That's who. The, that's who the fuck <laughs> beat us. Like usually, Nick Foles is disrespectful to the NFL. Not my team. It's disrespectful to the whole NFL. Just like. The same Nick Foles you talking about beat Brady in the Super Bowl. So I don't, and he was with the Patriots. He beat Bill Yeah. So, so That's I, good. I mean, I, I got respect for him. He can, he can manage a game. He can manage a game. He can manage a game. But that was Dougie P's offense. He was managing. So Dougie P's creative. But just to go to 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 go to creativity, that go back to my team. I've been saying all day, and I know, man, since you've been cracking the fuck up, seeing me argue with everybody. <laughs> everybody. I've every, Left and right, bro. Left and right. I made one post, like, letting me know, like, yo, I'm, pissed, I'm looking all this
0: at, it going, Oh, my God. He is so upset right now. So pissed. I woke up,
2: man. I, I, took, I took my, you know, early morning piss, and I, I woke up. I was mad as shit. I was like, all right, let me lay it down. I might like, let it go. I woke up again, took another piss. I was still fucking mad. Still mad, like, bro. I'm like, I gotta get this off my chest. I gotta argue with some folks because I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I gotta get off my chest. I put it on there. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the debate to come in. Oh, here they come Cowboys and Honors.
0: I'm uh, glad I'm talking
2: to two more <laughs> Cowboys and Honors. My boy Hashim, shout out to Hashim. He's a Cowboys fan. Don't don't the Jets. Huh? Don't forget the Jets. The, oh, Colts, no, uh, <laughs> the Colts
0: were supposed to be on you too, but. He couldn't. Caleb couldn't be on today, so it's three. His yeah. mad six counts for two. <laughs> and
2: uh, and that pretty honestly, I was I was arguing with a few folks. I think it was they was uh, one was a Raider fan, but it was like, and one was a Green Bay Packer. My boy just hit me with the Go Pack Go. I'm like thirty eight ten as in response. Swift, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're done talking here. <laughs> we beat y'all this year. I don't give a fuck who we lost to. We beat you, bro. <laughs> like, but but regardless of all of that, like, bro, I've been making all these points. Like, Byron Leftwich got to go. He got to go. Yeah. There's no creativity, bro, like, on our on our offense at all. And the reason why I was saying that is simply because I, I don't know how deep y'all got into these uh, conversations, but one guy was trying to tell him, I'm like, the Niners, I always give y'all credit because Shanahan does make creative plays. He put people in position. That's why I, I never can argue when you do that. When you go there and you're like, we – We have plays set for Debo and uh, fucking all these other players. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got nothing because you're 100% right. He's putting them in different sets. He's most them in different ways. He's put like starting different positions. Like fuck the numbers. You're in this fucking area. You know what I'm saying? Like he's putting people in different areas. It's like, yeah, we're on the line, but we just lined up in a non-traditional spot. And that's what I said to other players. I'm like, we got AB, we got Scotty Miller. You know what I mean? Which is the white AB. That's how I see it. Scotty Miller will return shit. He fast as a motherfucker and he'd be fucking goddamn. He quick routes, you know what I'm saying? Slants and shit like that. He played just like AB. That's his, that was his person he looked up to. He played just like AB. You are really,
0: you know what I'm saying? You're really, really high on Scotty Miller, huh? Bro, That's you cool. really got to understand, bro. He, he Scotty Miller plan. like 5'8 and run a 4'3. I know, but what I'm saying is, out of all the guys that you have on your team, Scotty Miller is the one who stands out out of all. No, of-
2: I'm saying it's, ob- it's obvious we got fucking Mike and one We It's obvious. That's obvious. So I don't have to mention them. You know what their fucking pedigree is. Yeah. But it's like when you go to the other players on the team that we should be utilizing and putting in different sets, it's like, dog, we, put, we got AB for a reason. Mm-hmm. We got AB for a reason. So why not utilize him in different ways that you haven't seen AB? You've seen them at the Steelers lineup in those fucking traditional sets. That's all the Steelers run. Traditional ass shit. They get a good old line. They get a fucking tall ass quarterback. Big Ben been there forever. And they get a whole bunch of fucking receivers that can do multiple things
0: on the field. Hey, those Steelers receivers are a different breed, bro. Those dudes are insane. That's what
2: I'm trying to tell you. They find them like dog. They found AB.
0: Like they find receivers. So that's what I'm saying. Well, my question is, how much of that is on Leftwich? He's the OC! And how much of that is on BA and Brady?
2: So, you, all right, first off, you got to understand, Brady's a player. Brady's a player. I understand Brady, he gives his two cents and shit like that, but realistically, he gave that shit in the room when you know you got a better mind than the nigga that you're talking to. Josh McDaniels is not in the fucking level of Tom Brady, uh, football IQ wise. But when you go Bruce Arians, who's a quarterback guru, and then what was our fucking other guy's name? Uh the quarterback's coach, I forgot his name. You know what I'm saying? He's like a top fucking guy. He was Peyton's guy in Indy. I don't forgot his name right now. Like I'm just saying. It, it, honestly, it's just that's just the point. He was he was Peyton's quarterback coach in Indy. You know what I'm saying? So both of them are there. Why would Brady need to say something when you got both of those minds that know what they're doing? They know what they're doing. You get what I'm saying? There's a difference. It's like people don't understand when you have certain things in place, you don't have to do shit, but, i.e. the Niners. But when you whole- got a coach as creative as Josh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan, you right. don't have to fucking sit here and do much. You I- just really need to find players that fit this system and that can fucking Capitalize this shit to the
0: maximum ability. I, I get that, but you're also talking about Tom Brady. You're talking about or in a pretty much 99.9% of the entire population, Brady is the greatest of all time. He knows what he's doing, 20 years in the league, been with Belichick, still true. even have to say how things are being run. He has Very a true on how... Plays get called, letting B.A. know what he's comfortable with, what he's comfortable with doing. Because if Brady plays outside of his comfort zone, it's all but That's him. what I'm saying. So I, to that point, all right, cool,
2: Brady, all these accolades, mind, and all that shit, and you you think like your hypothesis is he's trying to stick with the game plan. My thing is, Brady, you can see it on the field after he fucking, he, he got smacked. He got smacked by number 90, whoever the fuck he is, you know what I'm saying, last night. Got smacked by number 90, but he got the ball off, and it was that possession that Chris got. It was like Chris got last possession when he caught that bitch, like, caught it on the ground, damn near. Uh, he got up saying, run the ball. Like, you can see him saying that with his mouth, like, run the ball. Like, bro, that's Brady. You're going to go to your point. That's Brady saying that to his microphone in his helmet. Run the ball. So we're, if we're going to see him go with that, that fucking theory, Brady's telling you to run the ball. Brady's telling you, we got to mix it up. There's no way you can do a play action without no run. They know you're going to pass the ball. It's, it's not that. fucking Pat Mahomes, just like everybody's saying. It's, it's Brady, that. it's Brady, right? So if Byron Leftwich run running fucking all pass, he's not Pat fucking Mahomes. He's not That's Lamar that. Jackson. He ain't going to run fucking 20 yards. He's not doing that. Brady will fucking try to force a pass because he's a passer. Simple as that. Granted, that pick he threw in the New Orleans game, he just threw that bitch out of bounds. He was already out of pocket. He's been doing dumb shit time to time. I'm not going to see him make it seem like he's without fault. He's not. brady been throwing some dumbass picks like the one Mike Evans saved his ass last night. He overthrew that bitch and Mike Evans hit the receiver when the bitch hit his helmet. If Mike Evans was paying attention to the ball, he would have caught that bitch. He would have got possession. But That's neither here nor there. Brady threw that bitch fucked up. So, that's just my thing. I'm, I'm, my thing is, it's like, let's be real with the shit. Byron Left just ran two fucking series when we was on our way back. The one series we had when it was actually our series after they fucking scored and we had a turn ball downs, then fucking uh, Jared Goff threw that pick to Winfield. This man ran another fucking all pass possession. What the fuck are you doing, bro? What the fuck are you doing? fucking Rojo just saved our ass against Carolina cuz if he don't run that 98-yard run, we don't beat them like that. We don't beat them at all cuz they were they was up. They was up and we ran that ball and score and we fucking went up and then we just kept going. So that's what I'm saying like, man, fuck that. The players are saving now the coach because Byron Leftwich and fucking uh James Winston is the same fucking person. They the same fucking person. Please let me just get this out. I understand you got know. you. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, let me get this shit the fuck. Out. I'm so upset, bro. Like this <laughs> shit is really hurting my soul. <laughs> Byron Leftwich and Jameis Winston is the same fucking person. Why the fuck would you keep the same person on staff? Why? Why? Byron Leftwich. What did Byron Leftwich doing the NFL? Explain to me. Tell me one playoff game Byron Lester's won. Don't worry. I wait. Don't trip. I'm gonna lay back, seat back too. Don't worry. I wait. Please, anybody, comment, comment, comment. Please leave comment. On the Instagram page, PVP, you know what I'm saying? Sports, all that shit. You go to Bernada, bro, Apple, all that shit. You Leave a comment. Tell me the one-time buyer let you run a playoff game. Tell me. Tell me. Now tell me when the last time motherfucking Tom Brady won a playoff game, the last time he won the Super Bowl. If he's telling your stupid ass to run the fucking ball, why? Because he's understanding our talent. We got four good running backs. We just drafted one in the third round. He could catch. Granted, he dropped a few because he was fucking nervous. It's Tom fucking Brady, bro. He let him get his nerves out. He's a rookie. Don't fucking not play him no more. Then you got Shady McCoy never fucking playing. Then he fucks to up Tom, because he's not playing. What
0: could to Tom, to Tom shit, Brady. The
2: fuck off. I swear to you, these to motherfuckers Tom are tripping. Brady. These motherfuckers are saying this shit going to hand it to us. Even the fucking coaches. It ain't just the players. You can't just blame the players doing this dumb ass shit. Setting the ass to fuck up for failure. What the fuck is you doing? It's like fucking not go to the players. Devin White, you need to learn how to fucking tackle, bro. Don't do no more Cowboy celebrations, bro. No more. No motherfucking more. Learn how to tackle, because you missed a lot of tackles last night. Number 24, fucking burning. You got your ass mixed up by cup. He filled you up. He filled you up with water. He filled you up with liquor. He filled you up with fucking kabasier. You know what I'm saying? Then Buster passed it to him. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? He passed the bust Buster, I mean. What the fuck is you doing? What the fuck is you doing, Bro. They out here acting like don't know how to play football no fucking more. How the fuck you with the Buccaneers? We in the open stadium. It rains all the fucking time. It's Florida. I'm from there, motherfucker. It rains all the goddamn time. Why the fuck do you not know how to play on wet goddamn grass? Most of y'all motherfuckers from the South, especially Devin White. He's from the fucking South. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I don't understand this shit. Losing the fucking goddamn game. JPP, you get a pick, then don't do shit no more. What the fuck is going on? Bro, you got a fucking pick and you don't do nothing else. This man just, he phoned this bitch the fuck in. One play, he didn't even fucking rush. He not even rush. He just thought that he wasn't spying the quarterback. This motherfucker just didn't rush. Oh, oh man. My bad. Go
0: ahead. I'm so happy. Me, me, I think me and Mad Six are so happy that our teams have so low expectations that we don't have to get as mad as you get.
1: About I got high <laughs> like,
2: come on, bro. Like, if you look at the Bucks' history, all of our fucking players in the in Hall of Ring of Fame or some shit, outside of Jeff Garcia, because he did okay, but he really wasn't for us. You see what I'm saying? Jeff Garcia played for the Bucs. Yes, he did. And Jeff Garcia did go take us to the playoffs. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I think that was like that's 2003. That's why I was
0: surprised. I was like, what? He did? Like, wait a minute. Yeah,
2: he took us to the playoffs. Then I think he went to the Eagles after that. Or uh, Yeah, I think he was the Eagles after that some shit. But I think he did take us to the playoffs. We lost the first round. I think that's the year we played the fucking Giants. Or oh, is No, that might have been Josh Freeman at that point. That was Josh Freeman when we lost in the playoffs.
0: It was 06. And
2: that was when they won the Super Bowl.
1: Huh?
0: To cap off the Monday night game, like, to prove your point, like I I do, believe they should have ran the ball a whole lot more than what they did, honestly. Because look at this stat right here, Tom Brady. This is the total team stat for passing. He went 26 for 48, 48 passing attempts, with 216 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Okay, now rushing attempts total rushing attempts between Ronald Jones. Leonard Fournette, and Antonio Brown, apparently. Uh, 18 total rushes for 42 yards and a touchdown. Ronald Jones had 10 attempts for 24 yards. Leonard Fournette is the one who had the tug. Seven for 17 for him. Antonio Brown had a carry for one yard. Compared, to- Yeah. <laughs> it just- that was the only time we ran a creative play. They ran a fucking end around with A.B. And then it was – one yard, so it wasn't even a good creative play.
2: No, it was a good play. A B try. all right, so with that play, this motherfucker tried to buck in and did he just should have ran in the hole.
0: Whatever, but, go ahead. I'm sorry, but what I'm saying, what I'm looking at here is just when you have 48 attempts and the production is only 216 yards. Two picks, bad ones, too. I mean, I get the two touchdowns, but – Did you get the sacks? The two tu- – how many times he was sacked? Yeah. Yeah, I, let's get to that on. I didn't see it here. Hold on. No, I don't want sound. Take your sound off. Let's see. Uh, interceptions, two against – or Jordan Fuller had two of the interceptions. He used pick number 199, too. Just like Brady was. So as we get to defense, sack one, two, two times he was or actually no, one time total. One time total he was sacked. All right, so now one welcome. time total. So he, like you said the beginning. he was sacked one time, one time throughout the entire game. And the only production that you come up with for 48 attempts. So out of all 48 of those dropbacks, 47 of them – or actually, no, there were more dropbacks. Then there had to have been at least 50 dropbacks. So the 49 dropbacks, <laughs> one of them he got sacked. It, and
2: 216? See, and the thing is, if you, look, if you just watch the game through the stats, then, yeah, you would think that. Like, damn, Brady really I'm fucking up. But if you really it. understand that Brady Brady was getting hit so fucking much and them passes yeah. were getting completed.
0: But that's the thing. If you, look at, if you look at Brady's history, even when he was with the Patriots, when you make him uncomfortable in the pocket, you may not be getting sacks, but you're hitting him. You're letting him know that you're there. Every single time when you keep the pressure on Tom Brady, he folds. Even in, with the Patriots. <laughs> Even with the Patriots, when he was in the big game, even in the Super Bowl. What did the Giants do both times? They kept the bre- pressure on Brady. They kept the pressure on him, and they won. Eagles did the same thing. They kept the pressure on Brady. They finally so, got him in the sack. And so what he-
2: you're saying is that's, that's what happened last night? You're saying that's what happened last night? Pressure, that Brady folded? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're tripping. You're tripping, bro. How did Brady fold when he was dropped? He drove us down the field. He's getting hit.
0: Over half of his, we're talking about a 52, 53% completion percentage.
2: It don't matter about the completion percentage. A lot of that, he's that's what I'm saying. I watched the entire game. I'm pretty sure you did too. So you saw from a football player's perspective, fuck the statistics. You saw from that perspective, you know, as a, a receiver, you know there's no way fucking possible. As much as Brady got hit, there's no way that they should have won that game. There's no way. We do. We shouldn't even. We shouldn't have been that close. That's what I meant to say. Right. We shouldn't have been that close. That's we should have right. been nowhere near them. It, it the way we, Brady got hit last night, it was like we got blown out by 50. Aaron that's Don- how bad he was getting hit. Aaron
0: Donald was feasting. We were talking about that. Aaron Donald was going to be causing mayhem in the backfield. And that's exactly what he did.
2: Aaron Donald did nothing. Aaron, tell me what Aaron Donald did. It was everybody else. It was everybody else. a matter of fact, I don't know how they how they say one sack. Number 50, number 50, I mean number 90 got a sack and number uh, 50 I think it was when he went low. That was matter of fact, that sack was the one sack I guess they put on sack. K, 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 K. That was at his knees.
0: Stop stop stop. Hold on. You At that point, when you're talking about Aaron Donald, what he does on the field, taking up the double teams and the triple teams, the chip blocks and everything from the running back, all the same thing, he opens it up for everybody else. He causes so much mayhem in the middle, which is what he did last night. What the Bucs tried to do was utilize Aaron Donald and they would be fine, but that wasn't the case. Everyone else, they focused so much on Aaron Donald that they forgot they, they had other guys that were going to come in and cause mayhem as well.
2: And that, I promise I'm you, sure. that sounds good in theory. If we had a balanced attack, we did not have a balanced attack. That's what I'm saying that, to you. you they knew that. we were passing the ball. Like you the were going to run up. He had nothing to do about. Had nothing to do about. Uh, fucking. He just opened it up to everybody else. No, it no, wasn't like that. that it wasn't like that at all you when you know you're gonna they're passing the ball because you play d-line too you know you know when they're passing the ball you're gonna like fuck right. that this old lineman's gonna be tired they're fucking running the ball i mean I, they're fucking passing the ball 35 fucking times straight i hear you. you know that old lineman tired all right i'm gonna go extra, you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go a little extra harder right here i'm gonna go do this a little they know they're passing the ball if they I, running back's running the ball okay the o lineman, sure. uh, by the time they don't pass him, he don't got second level. He, the o not stop.
0: Okay. <laughs> they don't stop. They take a breather. We all saw it. We all saw what should have happened in that game. Whenever you guys have a balanced attack, you guys win. You didn't have a balanced attack, you guys lost. It just so happened to once again be in prime time. You got 0-3 in prime time. That's what I'm saying. The Bucks are struggling right now in prime time in the bright lights for some reason. When they're supposed to be – the team to beat in the NFC, and that's not the case right now.
2: No, that's like you're trying to make it, like rules. you're trying to die it down. Like it's it's a not a clear point why we're losing these fucking games. Byron Leftwich is trying to fucking show Byron Leftwich and the powers that be is trying to showcase Tom Brady's arm in prime time. They're running a lot of pass. We ran the ball five times against New Orleans. That was our other loss in primetime. When we baby. lost to Khalil Mack, Brady threw the ball so fucking much and he shouldn't have been hit like that. We didn't run the ball that much in that game. So that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Those are our three primetime loss. He, they trying to showcase Brady on. There's no reason why Brady should be throwing 50 fucking passes. We got four running backs like that. There's no fucking reason. So that's what I'm saying. It's like they're trying to pass, 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 pass. pass. That's what I'm saying. There's no creativity. It's the same five, six plays and they just
0: fucking flipping the shit. Historically. And they fucking run the same – they run running the pass play the same thing. You got to understand, but, historically, that's a fucking BA offense, bro. That's a – And I understand. Range. Okay,
2: cool. Offense. So you
0: – BA
2: also has, again, it's another quarterback that ran, that ran that his whole career. He ran that same offense. So the only thing he's going to do, he's not adding anything else. He's not – fucking bringing any other creativity why do we got the same we got three of the same motherfuckers bro why we should have somebody to try to mix the shit up when we have game plans in different games instead of trying to fucking go pass for pass with motherfuckers when you get when you got receivers like cooper cup that's been fucking balling all year he's balling all year he fucking filled us up over almost 300 fucking yards last night like come on bro why are you trying to go pass for pass for that and you know, we don't, our D-line is not rushing like fucking goddamn the play the players that was on the Rams team last night. We're not rushing like that. We're not running like that. We have not had a game where I felt like our defense, our defensive line has been fucking balling like that. And one thing, I do forgot who said it, but fucking it was like B to VA. Since B to VA been out, we've been playing soft. As, oh, my boy, Jonathan. He he said, we've been playing soft as fuck. Soft as fuck since B 2 B A got hurt. is we have not fucking goddamn it's like somebody press us we're just gonna crumble That was our d-line look like and we supposed to have one of the toughest motherfuckers in the nfl and i'm kinsu how the fuck you not fucking goddamn eating like that bro like you know i'm saying like we did a good job on the run run stopping but come on bro come on bro there was not they didn't have that many yards running so i can i can hang my hat on that but as far as everything else the dbs couldn't tackle Devin white couldn't fucking tackle levante david looked like he was out there by himself with shaq Bear. him and shaq barry looked like they was body fucking self and then winfield winfield was pretty much lackluster until he fucking made that smack on goddamn kickoff he's when he smacked that return on kickoff he came right back like the two series later and got that pick so that's what i'm saying it's like motherfuckers playing soft i knew when i was watching the game game at my boys house where i'm at right now i told him in the beginning of the game i was like bro I was like, nah, bro, we probably lose this game because we uh, we started off soft. When we play soft and we don't play, you know what I'm saying, like us, we get our ass whooped. All right, I saw it. I saw it early. I was like, I saw that shit early, bro. I'm like, there's no way. We not running the ball like that. And then the times we are running the ball, it's like, yeah, they just get going. Like, come on, bro. They just getting going. <laughs> like, let them eat. Let them do something. Don't expect a 98 fucking yard run every damn time you get them the ball him to prove himself to get the fucking run. He just proved himself with a 98 fucking yard run. They're gonna put his fucking name in Canton on the stat side. You know what I'm saying? On the stat side, he's gonna be in can with the other four players. Well, okay. I mean, the other three because it's only four. Of them. Okay.
0: Okay. So, okay. Shit. okay. <laughs> Give me a favor, real quick. Okay.
2: Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if there's any kind of meditation now, fuck that. Uh, before, uh-uh, before until we win. Until we win. I'm hot. Before I'm can hot till we win. I'm, I'm like fire bound left. When I saw bound left, I fucking quarterback coach. I mean, okay, I fucking OC yeah, last we year, I year. I was gotta mad.
0: <laughs> we got to move on. We got to I know you can go on for days about this team. You you know that guy who rants about Philadelphia? You're that guy for Tampa. That's, I guess so. That's how, exactly how it is. But we got to
1: move on. You, gotta like, take that, you just got to take that L this week, man, and just move on. I, 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 I'll take it from you. My bad. I'll take it
0: from you. Before we get into the complete recap of this past weekend, we got to get into Ray's energy to match the energy of K this episode. Ray's energy, if you guys haven't heard already, I mean, you guys just – I. You're not listening, you're not paying attention, you're fast forwarding to the whatever it is that you're doing. I don't know why, but you need to be getting this drink. Uh, Raise Rebellion takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high quality formula to bring the customer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time. Raise Energy has become the most popular and the best rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most of its competitors to shame. Hydrating energy, rapid restorative recovery, intensified stamina, razor sharp mental focus, zero sugar, and the best part, no crash at all. Complete assortment of flavors that you can get. You can get them at a GNC, you can get them at a vitamin shop, but you wouldn't be able to get the discount with our promo code there. You would have to only get that online. So to do that, you get your sample pack, to get your 12 pack, Multiple 12 batch, whatever it is that you guys want to do. There's so many flavors, you can try them all if you want to. Go to repsports.com, R E P P Sports.com, and use the promo code Alpha Raise to get 15% off of your order. So when you go to checkout, use that promo code Alpha Raise. We get credit for that. You guys get the discount 15% off. Become a part of the Raise Rebellion. And uh, what are you guys waiting for? That's the best energy drink on the market. It's the best one you can get. Better than Monster, better than all of them, better than Rain, better than all of them. Honestly, honestly. Drink that shit every single day. So let's get to the recaps. Uh Bengals and Washington football team. So Washington ended up winning twenty to nine, but uh Joe Burrow after having him and Justin Herbert were Right here, that AFC Rookie of the Year, pretty much the whole way. Uh, He was putting up great numbers despite the record that they have. Um, But Joe Burrow did go down and torn ACL, MCL, um, some other structural damage as well to the knees. So he's obviously done for the year. Um, Hopefully he comes back soon because he's going to be one of those guys that the future looks bright with him because he already is doing good things in the NFL. So hopefully a speedy recovery for Joe Burrow. Um, Before that Chase Young lit him up on the goal line earlier in the game. Washington was playing with a bit of a vengeance this game. Like I said, the score was 20 to nine Cincinnati is Oh, and 18 or 0-18-1 and and in the last 19 road games that they've had. Can't win on the road, you're not going to win, period. And they hardly win at home either. So, I mean, the Bengals have a good future in Joe Burrow, but he's been taking an ass beating all season long. So they definitely have to invest in an offensive line, a run game. Um, His receivers, A.J. Green, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, that's a good core group of receivers. They just need – prob- Joe Mixon could be good if he's healthy, um, but you're going to need another guy behind him to, you know, take some of the wear and tear off of Mixon. So you need a good running back, and they're going to need a decent tight end, and this offseason they're going to have to draft and go into free agency when it comes to getting a good offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. They have to protect Joe Burrow because, again, he has been getting his ass handed to him all season long. So the Bengals have any hope of even keeping Joe Burrow after his rookie contract. They're going to need to prove that they're going to build around him that he's the guy. Otherwise, he it's not worth it. That's the team he wanted to play for his childhood team that he wanted to play for growing up. But it's not worth pretty much your whole career if they're not going to protect you. Yeah. So we'll see what the Bengals end up doing this off season, but they're pretty much dead at this point, especially without burrow. They don't really stand a chance for the rest of this season, two, seven and one for them. Washington moves on to three and seven. Um, and then uh, next game on the list, Falcons versus the saints. Um, Taysom Hill, first start over Jameis Winston, (laughs) obviously. Taysom, Taysom, Taysom. Silenced a whole lot of critics. Even Sean Payton was showing a little bit of pettiness. Retweeting Roddy White's uh, tweet that Roddy White had said about Taysom Hill. Uh, I was like, oh, yep, ultimate petty God right there. Saints ended up winning twenty four to nine. They move on to eight and two. The Falcons are measly three and seven. Uh, Michael Thomas, um, most receptions in the first five seasons in NFL history this week. So that's nothing to sneeze at at all. Get off the table. Get off the table.
2: I tried to tell this man that Taysom Hill gonna be balling.
1: Man, I picked him up and didn't even play him. I'm like. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been balling, so I'm like, I'm not going to even play yeah. him. I don't know what he's going to do. And... Horrible. Yeah.
0: Yep, 24. Uh, Next one on the list. Steelers, Jaguars. Steelers kicked the shit out of the Jaguars. 27-3. to 3. Steelers are still perfect at 10-0. Uh, first time in franchise history. So, every win they get at this point without the loss... That's the best in franchise history. (laughs) So they have a good group of guys. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Their receivers are top-notch receivers. And historically, Pittsburgh has had a reputation of drafting good receivers in their history. And Big Ben's got his weapons. Ebron is doing fucking work for them at the tight end spot. He's opening it up pretty damn well. He's kind of looking like the young Detroit um, Ebron, you know, guy going up to get it, athletic, you know, so when you have that many weapons and a run game, it's hard to beat that team. But Mike Tomlin, humble as hell still, you know, the only thing that's perfect, that he said the only thing that's perfect about them is the record. So he's even telling the team, y'all ain't shit. You know, we've just, <laughs> been, but like, if you look on paper, they have been playing really shitty teams. Like if you look on paper, they should be 10 and 0, you know, with who they've been playing, you know, even against, you know, the Ravens and everything. The Ravens are not the same Baltimore team as last year at all. Like they're, they're not even close to being, and we'll get to them a little bit later, but yeah, they're, they're not even close. So the, it, the division is the Steelers to lose. At this point in time, but the steel. I, when we talked to Sean, I said the Steelers would probably be the team in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl to beat the Chiefs. They have the best chance of doing it. No, I also said Green Bay would make it, but well, that still the NFC still kind of remains to be seen. Everyone's saying that the Saints are the best team in the NFC. Record-wise, sure. But how long can they last with Taysom Hill at the helm? That's the whole question of the whole thing. So we'll see. Moving on to the next game Patriots versus Texans. The Patriots are dead. Patriots are done. They're not doing anything this year. They just lost to the Texans, who moved on to three and seven, Patriots four and six. Texans are 127 to 20. Uh, first time that the team is below 500 through 10 games since 2000. So since before Tom Brady basically took over the helm is the last time the Patriots were below 500, which is amazing. If you actually think about it, like 20 years of, you know, above 500, winning seasons every year, that's pretty fucking impressive. You know, and Super Bowls and stuff like that—it's a boot. So, but this year, I'm thinking they're probably going to end up middle of the pack draft-wise, probably around like 11 or 12, I think. Unless if they go to Stidham, like if they stop playing Cam and they go to Stidham, like let's say Cam has a shitty game next week or this coming week. Uh, and they go to Stidham, that's how you know, okay, they're probably going to go – they're going to try and get a top ten pick. And and Bill Belichick will try to work his magic. He may even trade away Stephon Gilmore and a couple of other key players to flop that first-round pick into something, you know, either a number two or number three, maybe even possibly a number one, depending on how crazy he wants to really get. So if Bill Belichick somehow ends up with Trevor Lawrence at the end of all of this. I, I I think I might just stop watching football for, sure. for the next twenty years because I think I are it's going to be a repeat of what fucking happening with when they had Brady. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. For some reason, I feel like that's what the Patriots are going to end up doing. If Cam has a really shitty game and they lose again next week, they're going to go to Stidham and try and just tank as much as they possibly can. They're going to put so many players on the COVID list. Everyone's going to wonder what the fuck's going on. Like, what's happening with the Patriots? I don't know. Everybody's getting COVID. Everyone except Belichick for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Nobody's playing. That's crazy, though. Texans, three and seven. man it kind of makes you feel bad for Deshaun Watson because he doesn't really have all that much protection either. You know, as good as Deshaun Watson is, they traded away his best weapon in Hopkins. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck. As good as he is, he needs that weapon, and he doesn't have that weapon. I mean, Brandon Cooks and Fuller are good, but they're not wide receiver one good. So... Texans are definitely going to have to look draft wise or even free agency to pick up a marquee name or somebody to be able to help that team and give. They just gave Deshaun Watson a fat ass contract. They need to start building around him now. You know, they got tons of at left tackle, but the rest of the fucking line sucks, you know, so. Get those pieces. It's just the same as the Bengals. Get the pieces that he needs. Otherwise, fuck, he may even opt out of his contract and want to trade, want to hightail it out of there. You know, if you're not going to fucking build around me, you know, what are we even doing here? Why am I going to put my body on the line? Be like Andrew Luck after eight years, so many fucking ass beatings because Indianapolis couldn't take care of him, you know, retires early. Like why does he want to have a career like that? Going to go somewhere where they can protect him. You know, that's what a lot of these teams don't or kind of fail to realize, like you have a franchise quarterback cool fucking build around them, get them on offensive line wide receive there's so many fucking wide receivers in this league that shouldn't be the top priority, it should be the offensive line keeping your quarterback upright, because you can have the best receivers on the fucking planet, if the dude is always on his ass those receivers aren't getting the touches, so it doesn't even matter. It should all be focused on the offensive line. Every every team should be focusing to have a badass offensive line. You know, because you're not going to win games without them. It. It, it's all up front. Defensive line, offensive line, those are the guys that you build your foundations and everything around. But teams refuse to do it, and they wonder why they go fucking top ten in the draft every goddamn year. So... So, so about that. Next is the Eagles versus the Browns. The Browns beat the Eagles. Thanks, babe. The white <laughs> is an Eagles fan, so. It's fun to give her shit, too. So, I give you shit for being a Cowboys fan. She's the fan. <laughs> She's in the, in the uh, NFC East, too, so I get to give her a little bit of shit. Browns go 22-17, uh, move on to 7-3, and three, which is probably the best record they've had in, since – They came back in 95. First home win versus Philadelphia. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to have to. Yikes. Okay. Uh, First home win versus Philadelphia since week seven of 1988. 11,725 days. Wow, the Browns have sucked for that long. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow. Well, and that – the Browns have the best running back duo in the league. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, that's not fair. You you can't – that's two top ten running backs on the same backfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that – no wonder Baker is getting out of trouble. and stuff. You just give them the run game make baker mayfield do as minimal as possible the less he does the more chance you have of winning proven proven for baker mayfield he can't do it on his own he has to have a run game yet the wins are going to get credited to baker oh baker mayfield did this no 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 kareem hunt and nick chubb have the fucking team on their back this is their show Cleveland is the running back show, not the fucking quarterback show. Ain't nobody give a fuck about Baker in Cleveland right now. It's all about the running game. All about the running game in Cleveland. You had two games now where both the guys ran for over 100 yards pretty much. Like, it's fucking insane. Best running back duo in the NFL, bar none. I don't even think there's a competition, honestly. Even with Tampa, I don't think that's a competition.
2: Nah, no, nah, uh Chubb, Chubb Hunt, best tandem right now. I ain't got I got no I got nothing. <laughs> so, I mean just cause Rojo just cause Rojo did that shit. I mean they the best tandem because they being showcased. Yeah. I mean if we was running the ball more and they was doing that shit too, I'm like, I would have a fucking argument, but we not running the fucking ball. What
0: you what you want me to say? Like much. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, man next game on the list the panthers versus the lions. the lions just <laughs> so pj walker XFL quarterback that pj walker gets his first start against the detroit lions throws not only gets a touchdown pass he gets the win and not just a win a shutout win with the other team having a fat fucking goose egg on the scoreboard. That it's got to be pretty big for PJ Walker. Panthers ended up winning 20 to nothing against Detroit. Holy shit. Allowed zero point. Uh, Carolina allowed zero points for the first time since week 14 in 2015. Not that long ago, but five years ago, that's pretty long ago. But <laughs> leave it to the fucking Detroit lions to give an up-and-coming quarterback, his time to shine and <laughs> to be able to showcase him. Because I'm, I'm sorry, you put P.J. Walker against a good defense. P.J. Walker's mean to me. He even threw a pick against Detroit. So that's still kind – of, it was an impressive debut, I'll give you that. Like, you know, it's hard to fucking play in the NFL, but it's the Detroit Lions. You know, it's it's impressive, but it's not that impressive. Yeah. You're doing that against Kansas City, against Baltimore, against, you know, even New England or one of the top tier teams, then we're fucking talking impressive. We're talking Tampa. Look, you might as well have beaten the Jets. You might as well have beaten the Jets. So and I'm yeah, tier t, no, t, I'm sorry, okay. Leaving them, out, leave them out, Tampa. Did I leave them out? Sorry. I me mean, do that? Top-tier team. Can't perform in primetime. Top-tier team. It's fine. Twice. We beat them twice. Huh? <laughs> Next game, which actually surprised a lot of people, but not really a whole lot of people because Derrick Henry is who Derrick Henry is. Titans ended up beating Baltimore 30-24 to in Baltimore. Derrick Henry had a game-winning 29-yard rushing touchdown in overtime he pretty, pretty much owned that whole game. At one point, he took Patrick Queen out with just his foot. Like, it, Patrick Queen went out to the sideline for a couple of plays because Derrick Henry's foot came up and popped his helmet off. That's how much power this fucking guy has. And just his foot, he takes a guy out for a couple of plays. I can just imagine having to constantly try and tackle a six foot four, 240 pound. Four three, four, four, running, running back. How do you <laughs> like trying to stop a train by yourself 30 times a game? Like it man, Derrick Henry is a monster, dude. That dude is just I feel but be- any DB or linebacker <laughs> for that matter. Shit, even some D linemen. It's a business decision having to go heads up with that man. (laughs) You have to literally sit and think, how long do I want my career to really go? Mm -hmm. I have enough money saved up in the bank right now that if I try to make this hit and I die, that I'll have enough for my family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is it worth it or should I just let them skirt on by? I can't go after his foot. We saw that with Patrick Queen because that's not going to help either. Gang tackling him with two people doesn't even help. You know, it's only once in a long, long while you may catch Derrick Henry off guard every once in a while. You'll knock him backwards. That's very rare. Very, very rare does that ever, ever happen. King Henry is a fucking locomotive. And that's like he really is like the Nigerian nightmare and Bo Jackson putting one. He the, he's that big bruiser, power back, tall, but he's fast as fuck. I mean, he's not as fast as Bo, but I mean, a four four for somebody who's a two forty plus. I- I don't know, man. I don't know how you can constantly try. 30 times a game, 25 plus carries a game trying to just fuck, man. It's like He's coming again. Again, again he's coming down in the hole. Are we going to meet him? Nope. Nope. Just going to let him go on by and try to arm tackle him. See if I can get any help from my teammates. Not going to get any help. Why? Because he's gone because he's fast as shit. Like, I can't say enough good things about Derrick Henry. That dude is a fucking monster. And then there's another stat that I saw today and I had to take a picture of it because it's actually pretty fucking impressive. The top five lead league leading rushers this year so far, Derrick Henry with 1079. Okay. Dalvin cook with 1069, just 10 yards less. Get this. The third guy on the list. Robinson for Jacksonville, 762. They are outrushing everyone by at least 300 yards. And I'm starting to think, it's week 11, we're going on week 12. What are the odds of one of these guys hitting 2,000? Is that possible from week 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, five weeks left in the season?
1: You're hitting about 200 yards a game, it is. They can average about 200 yards a game for the next for the next five games. That's another
0: 1,000 yards. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, the way these guys have been running, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't think that – we got to look at what the Titans – remaining schedule is because oh, Sunday the what they played the Colts on Sunday You're not get 200 yeah but you can then make it like games you don't get 200 you can get 200 plus to make up for the other 200 you didn't get I'm going to let you look at the rest of the schedule, but I, I don't think it's possible, bro. For Derrick Henry to go for 2,000 yards? I think he'll finish with about 1880. Yeah, he ain't getting – he not making it, bro. He's got the Colts. He's got the Browns. He's got the Jags, the Lions, the Packers, and the Texans. So, he's not getting 200 on the, on the Colts
2: and he's not getting 200 on the Browns. So he'll
0: get at least 125 to 150 against the Colts. At least 125 to 150 against the Browns. Here's where you start jacking it up. You go 230 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shit-ass defense. Detroit Lions, another 230. Popping up right there. The Packers' defense couldn't stop the run to fucking save their life. Another 200-plus right there. And then the Texans, again, can't stop the run to save the – dude, honestly, I think this is possible. I think it's possible for Derrick Henry to bust out for 2,000 yards this season. I think think it's possible for him. And then you look at Dalvin Cook, who's 10 yards behind him. So he's on – Virtually the same pace. He's got the Panthers. He's got the Jags. He's got the Bucks. He's got the Bears, the Saints, and the Lions. He's got a much harder path than than the Titans do because you got to deal with a Chicago Bears defense that's always good against the run. The Bucks defense, yeah, we're not worried about the Bucks. So I think he's about two, moment,
1: by two they fifteen have their on the
0: ball. Good defense. I'll give them that. They have their moments of good defense. <laughs> But, you know, that remains to be seen. Carolina, not a great run defense. Jacksonville, obviously, we know where they stand. Detroit, we know where they stand. So, we're th- I'm thinking Derrick Henry gets just over 2,000. I'll make a prediction right now. Derrick Henry will get, like, 2,004 yards. 2,004. Just over the 2,000 mark. He'll creep right over. Dalvin Cook will get... To like, Matt, what you said, about 1,800. 1,880? Yeah, somewhere around there. Because these, again, they're on pace, like, for some pretty big games. You know, the the matchups are are set in line for them to do, especially for Derrick Henry. It's especially if they're giving him the ball 30 times plus a game. You know, it, it's just, and if they're ahead, just constantly uh,
2: feeding him, yo, oh, he's gonna get it. I I'm think seriously I, thinking. I'm seriously certain. Matter of fact, I'm very certain that you are underestimating the Colts and the Browns defense. I'm very, like, I'm very certain of it. You're underestimating them tremendously because of the names. I, like, one thing I had to, I had to come to grips. That's why I'm laughing at fucking CJ when he's on. Because the Colts actually have a solid defense. I've been trying to they tell. They actually have a good defense, and I don't think, I don't think because they're in the same fucking conference. I don't think the fucking Colts are gonna take them likely, and I feel like this is a must win for the Colts. You get what I'm saying? This game against the Titans is a must win, so they're gonna take it damn near like their Super Bowl game and they're going to go bodyguard hard. I, this is my prediction. I feel like they're going to go bodyguard hard, and I don't think Derrick Henry probably – Derrick Henry probably had, like, 100 yards. Barely. I, yeah.
0: I mean, ba- I
2: mean barely, might like 106,
0: so if Even even. He might
2: have, like – he going to be between 85 and 106. 85 and
0: 106, huh? If that is the case, then every game after that, he's going to need to have – You know, yeah, he's gonna at that point, he's gonna need to have almost 200 yards against the Browns to make up for the ground loss against the Colts. Because I agree with you, I think the Colts defense is really good, especially against the run, you know. So, I mean, we'll see. He ran all over them the last time they played him. So, again, we'll see. Next one on the list Jets versus the Chargers. Justin Herbert, okay, see this is another defense that you cannot rely on. The Chargers defense, holy shit, they're frustrating as fuck. Justin Herbert right now should be 7 and 3 instead of 3 and 7. Like they should be having a shot in the AFC West right now. You know, they beat the Jets 34 to 28. You whenever you play the Jets, you should be blowing out the Jets. 30, 14 points, basically. What is that, 10, yeah, 14 points? That's nothing. That's nothing. It should be 21-plus against the Jets every single time. Keenan Allen, though, had himself a game. 16 receptions, franchise record. A hundred and Was it, 140? 160. No, I don't got prime. but thank you. Uh, 145 and a touchdown. So 16 receptions, that's a hell of a game for Keenan Allen, which is obviously Justin Herbert's main target. Going next into the list, the Dolphins and the Broncos. Tua got benched and put back in for Fitzmagic. What the fuck is going on in Miami? One loss and they took him out. Oh, my God. Broncos ended up winning 20 to 13. Dolphins fall to 6 and 4. Broncos are 4 and 6. Um... Denver's 3 and 0 versus AFC East teams this season, 1 and 6 overall against everyone else. <laughs> this
2: going be this going to be a, a typical Miami situation, Miami Dolphins situation. Every time the Miami Dolphins have a good team, good players, their coaching fuck them every time. And then the Dolphins shit the bed every time. They about to shit the bed. Yeah. They about to shit the bed the most tremendous way. Yeah
0: probably you're probably right we'll see how it goes with the cowboys beat the vikings 31 to 28 fucking the red rocket mr andy dalton decided to show up one day that's fine going to the super bowl there we go okay this
1: is our this is our run no this is our yeah y'all y'all got one more game (laughs) up than we do so y'all ain't in no better situation Y'all only won four games. So.
0: How many other teams would be leading the NFC East right now with their records? Literally everyone. We're going to the playoffs.
2: Nah, the Eagles leading because they got a tie.
0: <laughs> Eagles are going to win the division somehow this season too. Nah. Because yeah. thirty-one 31-28 at yeah, Schultz. Schultz. Go ahead, two-yard reception. Touchdown with 137
1: remaining. Man, what are the Niners at? I ain't seen them playing like three weeks now. How many buys they got this week? They got they damn buy.
0: No, this this one buy. That's it. We okay. It It's like it, they've been going for a couple weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people have been gone a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, Packers versus the Colts. Uh, Colts ended up beating the Packers. That's fucking with pretty damn good defense. 34 to 31. Ricardo Blankenship goggles. The Specs, game-winning 39-yard field goal, he went four for five in that game. Uh, But Colts move to seven and three. The Packers go to seven and three. Colts are continuing to piss off Caleb, but they're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good. Raiders and Chiefs. Now, here's my problem with this. (laughs) Here's my problem with the Raiders and Chiefs. I'm seeing all this shit on Twitter that – you know, oh, the Chiefs lit it up. They did the, you know, the Chiefs you know, dominated. That this, this is. I'm like, on. Oh, 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 oh. it came to literally a last second touchdown for Patrick Mahomes to win this game against a team who ten out of eleven starters on their defense were tested positive of COVID and could not play. So you're literally against going against their backups and third stringers, practice squads that people had to move up, everything else like that. And you still barely win the game. 35-31. First things first, the Raiders offense is real. The Raiders offense is actually clicking. I don't know if I'm sold on the Chiefs just yet. Yeah, they have the good offense, but their defense is starting to deteriorate or, a little bit. They're 9-1. and one, But I think with their remaining schedule, they can easily fall a couple of games, at least two to three more games with that defense, the way it's been playing. But I don't know, man. To barely beat a team that was – completely depleted of its players. I don't know about people putting up the whole, oh, they lit it up. They did this. They did that. Oh, yeah, they dominate. No, I don't think they did. They didn't dominate. By, by any means, the Raiders actually almost had that game won. So, don't sleep on the Raiders. They'll probably make the wild card in the AFC the way they're playing right now. Kansas City, 30-4 and four versus AFC West teams since 2015, basically since – Patrick Mahomes came into the league. Little assholes. And that is the Tuesday recap. So ladies and gentlemen, we are actually, I'm actually working on something with uh, Phoenix Fit. We haven't, uh, obviously we haven't talked so much about Phoenix Fit uh, these last Few episodes, it's actually been a little while since we've talked about Phoenix Fit on the show. Um, That's because things are getting worked out. I'm having conversations with them and we're trying to figure something out that gets, um, I guess, our quote unquote membership, I would say more an ambassadorship or whatever, to a different status because of what we've been able to do, what we've been able to, um, you know, I guess, accomplish, you know, guess wise. You know, people that we've talked to, people, you know, the shows that we've had, the feedback that we've had from the shows have been pretty positive. So trying to use that to see if we can get a quote unquote upgrade with them to have them more on the show because they've been, they were our very first, um, I guess, sponsor, as you could say, or collaboration that we had on this show. You know, so, you know, we want things to work out with them we're going to do what we can to make sure that that keeps going. You already know about Rays uh, to be determined about what's going on with Phoenix Fit. So, uh, going into this week, the Thursday night game is, oh, fuck, the Texans versus the Lions. Okay, yeah. I mean – who, what the fuck are we doing here? Like what? <sighs> All right, I guess I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick the Texans. Go ahead, Mastics. <laughs> I'm around I'm with the Lions. Uh, okay. Lions. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. Texans. Texans. All right. We'll have uh, CJ. I guess I'll post his fucking opinion. Maybe not. Might just say fuck it. Hopefully, he gets better though. He's had a little bit of the sniffles these last few days. It's not COVID, but he's been sick. So hopefully he gets better. He'll be with us on Friday, I hope. Uh, but, yeah, you guys know where to find us here on YouTube, Pernado Bros Productions. Thank you guys for watching with us live um, in the Coach Nation Zoom room. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Without you guys, this is you know pretty much we're just talking to each other. Which that's fine, too, because it's always fun to be able to talk shit back and forth every once in a while with a good group of friends. So that's always good. But the fact that we have you guys listening and, you know, giving feedback and all that stuff, hanging around with us, listening to us, that makes us feel good as well. So uh, you guys follow us, Twitter, um, at the Jaffa's AP. Uh, follow Pernated Bros Productions The Alpha PVP The IG is PVP underscore sports uh, Facebook Pernated Bros Productions And then join the group uh, The Jaffos And Madstix, where do they get all your stuff, man? Uh, you can find me on Instagram DJ Mastix,
1: Facebook uh, DJ Mastix. Just want to give a shout out to Boogie Just signed that one year deal yeah. With the Houston Rockets So yeah, so you know It's time,
0: you know. There's the
1: resurgence, so, and I just gotta say this, man. We're going into the holidays, man. Just love one another, man. In all this racism, all this back and forth is just, it's just unnecessary, man. Just gotta love one another. Make this country a better place, man. Without Trump, so we are gonna make it great again without Trump. So
0: I've been saying this the last few days. It's kind of like dealing with people who are starving, you know who. Instead, But instead of food at this point, it's it's facts and actual information. So instead of, like with a starving person, you can't give them a full-ass meal at one time. They'll just die. So you can't give them everything at once. They'll just, I I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Just give them a little bit at a time. Slowly bring them in. Slowly bring them in to where they get the understanding that it's not about this. It's about this. Mm -hmm. The only way this country fucking does anything well. Look at throughout the history. Every single time we come together as a country, we fucking dominate. So let's fucking get back to it. Let's get back together. Stop the bickering back and forth. Okay, yeah, it's a fun little experiment for fucking four years. We can move on from that and get better as a whole community, as a whole people. Let's fucking go. I'm, I'm sick of being angry, ever looking at my goddamn phone for four years going, fuck Said something stupid again. Fuck! Saying something stupid again. Hopefully we don't have to worry about any of that bullshit ever again. So that's all I got to say on that. Okay, we're going to find you. <laughs> uh,
2: country k okay. uh Country spelled uh, K-O-U-N-T-R-Y. And K863. Uh, with the hashtag, don't forget the K. You know, just tag me in it. Feel me? If you got anything to say make sure you add me at that. And that's on all social media platforms.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us. And have a happy Thanksgiving, man. This Thursday is for having family together, being able to you know, be thankful for what, is you, what it is you have. Because in a time where there's not a whole lot of shit to be thankful for, you can at least be thankful that you have your loved ones and stuff like that with you at this time. Because not a lot of people can say that. Over 200,000 people, are having thanksgiving without their loved ones so remember that be thankful for what you have have a good thanksgiving we will see you guys on friday uh hopefully fucking hung over from our turkey days i know i'm gonna be stuffed as shit that day you know i know i'm just having rotisserie and all that but that rotisserie is about to get fucking broken down on this thursday so we'll see you guys on friday all Pro Jaffa's, this is episode 41. We will see you guys Friday again for 42 with a different message on the board and uh, more predictions for this coming coming week's game. We'll see you guys later. news